We talked with a Republican who wants to do something on climate change, if he can stay in office. I'm Evan Lehman, editor of Climate Wire. I'm Robin Bravender, deputy editor of Climate Wire. This is the Climate Lead. Carlos Curbelo, Republican of Florida, was elected in 2014. He's running for re-election. He is in a tight race, and he is one of 39 Republicans in the House who say they believe in climate change and want to do something about it. Climate Wire reporter Kelsey Brueger went up to Capitol Hill this week to talk to Curbelo. So let's talk a little bit about some of you know, your achievements so far um, on, on climate. What, so he talked a little bit about what he said were his achievements. Um, he's a co-chair of the Climate Solutions Caucus, and um, he credits himself for bringing on 39 members, 39 Republican members of Congress who acknowledge climate change is happening and says that Congress has a um, has to do something about it. And when he started in Congress in 2014, only three. Um, you know, Republicans were willing to acknowledge that. Um, We've really helped uh, establish a bipartisan dialogue based on science and facts mm -hmm. on this issue. Uh, we have organized to oppose legislation successfully. And, uh, you know, now our hope is that this caucus can become an ideas factory and promote legislation, not just oppose promote good legislation, not just oppose bad legislation. You know, one of the critiques of the Climate Change Caucus is that they haven't done all that much, and he's what have they certainly done? aware of that. I mean, they've written a lot of these letters, right? And they are, they have um, issued a couple resolutions, and uh, they wrote a, a letter last week saying they would oppose any policy writers that undermined uh, climate change impacts. It's kind of a, uh, a warning <laughs> that yeah. we're watching. Would the caucus vote against? Uh... If there's anything that caught our, that catches our attention, uh, we will try to organize as we have done successfully in the past. Okay. You know, what he said, what he did say to me is um, we're hoping to do something this Congress, if not this Congress, then sometime in the future. So I'm personally biased toward a, a market-based solution. Mm -hmm. I think you recognize the cost of something and you put consumers in charge of, of the country and the planet's destiny. Um, so we've we've been looking at all those ideas, and um, obviously there are a lot of leading conservatives uh, outside the Congress active in this space, and we're we're evaluating their work and figuring out uh, what could be viable here, if not this Congress in, in, the, in the future, in the near future. Mm -hmm. I think the most important element is that, you know, 39 Republicans who believe in climate change and say they want to do something about it are some of the most vulnerable in the midterm elections coming up, right? I mean, mm -hmm. there's a reason that they're talking about climate change, and that's to be moderate and to appeal to moderate districts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that also means that they are highly vulnerable for being booted in right. the fall. Right, and it might um, not actually help Curbelo. We see that by how vulnerable he is. Right. Yeah, he's yeah. in um, the southernmost uh, district in Florida, Miami to the Keys, and Hillary Clinton won that district by 16 percentage points um, in 2016. You know, the, the DCCC has already purchased $2 million of TV and radio ads that are gonna run in Miami. Um, 
the, there is a group of big donors in New York who have targeted 10 uh, house races, and this is one of them. Um, so big money is coming in. Um, you know, he has received, I think, $33,000 from um, Paul Ryan's PAC. Um, and let, let me stop you there. Tell us about Debbie Mukarsal Powell, his opponent. What, she's a Democrat, we know that, but what else do we know about she's her? She's a Democrat. She uh, immigrated from Ecuador when she was about 16 years old. Um, she talks a lot about her, her father who was killed um, by a gun, or who was shot and killed. Uh, she also talked a lot about climate change. She worked for three years on the um, Coral Restoration Foundation. She spent time diving. Also has spent uh, quite a bit of time talking about health care. We wanted a local perspective, so we called Susan McManus. She's a former professor at the University of South Florida. Hi, Susan. We were just wondering about the polling numbers. Do you, are there early polls that show how, how Curbelo is faring right now? The latest one I've seen shows him up by four or five, but within, you know, the margin of error is about the same. So everybody's regarding this race as pretty much a toss-up at this point. Of course, she's had a lot of heavy hitters come in and endorse her, Debbie Wasserman Schultz from neighboring district, but... Uh, Vice President Joe Biden is the latest to come in and really push her. And he, of course, has the strong support of the Republican Party uh, nationally and in Florida. Both parties see this seat as a must-have. Republicans hanging on for dear life. Democrats see a pickup, possibly. But obviously, this district is one of the swing districts in Florida that is seen as key to which party controls the U.S. House of Representatives. How much is climate change a factor so far? In looking at their records, they're pretty similar. So they have both made the environment a big issue, but it's not the one that really distinguishes the most between the two. That seems to be health care. It's really interesting. I mean, so Carlos Carbello is basically taking climate change off the table, right? That's correct. I think the point for you is in terms of your interest in the environment is that this is also a district. So how, you know, the fact is that if a Republican holds on to this district, uh, it, the pressure is on other Republicans across the state to be more pro-environmentally conscious. Uh, if, he, if he wins here, that, you know, environmentalists will point to other Republicans in other parts of the state and say, look, you ignore environment and you can easily lose. Well, thanks again. We really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Bye-bye. You can find the story on ClimateWire at eenews.net. Thanks for listening.